Well, Sunlam has been dealt with uh, many blows, including volatility in global equity markets, elevated inflation, load shedding and flooding in South Africa. Despite this, the financial services group has delivered an uptick in annual earnings, with HEPs coming in 3% higher to 454 cents. And joining me now is the company's financial director, Abigail Mukuba. Thank you so much for your time, Abigail. Now, the current reporting period was a very difficult year when you look at the macroeconomic challenges. And in fact, it really has been a tough three years looking at those economic headwinds. Would you say that FY22 was worse because of the combination of those challenges or maybe a little bit better considering the lessons that were learned from the COVID-19 pandemic? Good evening and thanks for hosting me. Um, I would actually say I think it's a combination of both. In parts it was better, in other parts it was worse. So in our life insurance that had um, the negative impacts of COVID and uh, excess mortality claims in 2020 and 2021, 2022 was significantly better than those years. But on the other hand, on our um, uh, general insurance business, um, things continued to get worse. Um, they already had a tough time in, in last year. Um, and it just continued to, to, to get worse in this year. So what we were calling a perfect storm. So if you look at 2022, you had the floods, you had the impact of inflation, you had the impact of the power surge claims that were um, ever increasing. So there was multiple things that impacted us uh, negatively. But still the, the group's diversity actually helped us to, to withstand um, the headwinds of 2022. Yeah. Abigail, I mean, there's a shrinking savings pool in South Africa and consumers are just getting by with the backdrop, uh, the backdrop of an economy that's also scraping. So talk to me about the dynamics that you are seeing in new business and also maybe touching on your existing client base. Um, correct. We are seeing that the economic conditions, particularly the rising inflation, is having a severe negative impact on our uh, lower LSM clients, um, those that uh, or whose disposable income is mostly impacted um, by the rising inflation. Um, and that we're seeing as it's having an impact on some of our retail mass business. However, um, if one looks at some of the management actions that we have put in place and the support systems that we've put in place for some of our clients and customers and the proactiveness with which we engage with them before, for example, a policy can lapse, we're then able to put in place arrangements to be able for them to cope through this difficult time. Um, so that it, it, it has had an impact on the persistency for the group, but it has not had severe impact on our volumes as you look at our retail mass volumes. If you look at our retail affluent business um, from an affordability perspective, we're not seeing as much the impact of rising inflation at this stage, but we expect that it will, it will have an impact into 2023. What we are seeing, however, is that that savings pool that you're referring to as shrinking um, is that in 2020 and 2021, there was not as much mobility um, for some of our clients because of the lockdown. So there was not as much spend expenditure happening. And now uh, borders are open and people are traveling again. Um, and with the mobility also comes a higher expenditure. So we're seeing that our single premium um, products are actually have reduced in terms of volumes. However, our recurring products continue to hold. Um, so for now, we're seeing a combination, but overall, we're still very happy with the volumes that we have. 
we're happy with the quality of margins that are coming from the volumes that we have as well. Yeah. Abigail, I mean, we mentioned an economy that isn't growing much, uh, that in fact we could enter a technical recession soon, judging from the contraction that we saw in the fourth quarter of last year. And really, there's a push for a lot of companies to expand and to diversify their revenue streams. Of course, Sunlam has been focused on a lot of these strategic moves over the past three years. So what does the next phase of Sunlam look like? Yes, we've definitely been very busy over the last three years. Um, it was a good time in terms of uh, consolidating and finding opportunities in terms of buying assets over the time. But what we've also been careful to do in that three years was that every time we've deployed capital, we've tried to minimize actual cash, physical uh, deployment of, cap of capital. Instead, what we've tried to do was that uh, we created synergies in rearranging some of the um, structures that we had. We disposed of non-core assets and therefore generated cash in that regard. So over the next um, two years or so, I would say that the focus has to be on executing those transactions that uh, we've been announcing over the last two years or so. Uh, so management is very committed and we are tasked and contracted to make sure we deliver on the synergies that as we proposed to our different boards, the different transactions, we said those transactions would um, deliver. Yeah. So, yeah, we're focusing on, on delivery and execution at this stage. All right. Let's talk about that deployment of capital. I mean, you mentioned that you manage the physical deployment of capital as you are going about, about these strategic moves, rather focusing on synergies. And you actually say that uh, in the results, uh, Sanlam says it has a small amount of surplus capital due to the strategic reallocation of surplus capital. And in the absence of any compelling new significant opportunities, the group will look to return this small excess capital to shareholders in due course in the most efficient manner. Can we expect this in the next reporting period? And I mean, just maybe give us some insight on maybe whether we could see a special dividend or share buybacks or anything that's been discussed. <laughs> <laughs> you have, uh, we have announced now that we actually uh, had a share buyback over the last year in the results that now we've uh, presented, a billion rands worth of share buybacks. And I think that should give you an indication in okay. terms of do we prefer share buybacks or do we prefer special dividends? But yes, if you look at the focus in terms of executing transactions and trying to not be as proactive or as active on the m activity, it is likely that um, things like share buybacks would be the most likely into the new year. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much for giving us that detail and insights, Abigail. And that was Sunlum's Financial Director, Abigail Makuba.